Welcome to the Autism Empowerment Podcast, your source for acceptance, enrichment, inspiration, and empowerment in autistic and autism communities worldwide. Wherever you identify in your autism or autistic journey, Autism Empowerment is here to meet you along the way. We're an autistic-led podcast, 501c3 nonprofit charity, and publisher of Spectrum Life magazine. In today's episode, we're previewing the spring 2021 issue of Spectrum Life magazine. We'll be centering and celebrating autistic voices in advocacy, education, poetry, podcasting, and entrepreneurial endeavors. We'll also show appreciation for family, friends, and allies. Listen in today and we'll let you know how to get your free copy online or in person. And we're back up and feeling the force of acceptance. Hi there, Karen. Hello, John. The force of acceptance. Yes. I I like that. How are you doing today? I'm feeling super excited because the magazine should be here at any moment. It may even come during this podcast. I'm talking about Spectrum Life magazine. And tomorrow I start distribution. Yeah, it is so fun when the magazines arrive. Of course, if it happens in the middle of our recording, that's going to make for an interesting noise in the background. (laughs) Absolutely. And it may actually come where it's actually sunny for once. Oh, my goodness. We have had the magazine arrive in rain. Snow. Snow, sleet. What else? (laughs) Sun? Oh, no. (laughs) Maybe once. (laughs) Yeah. What fun would that be? Anyway, hello, podcast friends. Thank you so much for joining us here again today for the Autism Empowerment Podcast. Whether you're new or you're a returning guest, we're so excited to have you here. And we hope you come back. Absolutely. We want to take time each quarter when our Spectrum Life magazine comes out to give a preview of each issue to our listeners so that they can hear what is coming. But for now... My name is Karen Krejcia, and I am the executive director and co-founder of Autism Empowerment and one of your regular hosts. I'm here with my husband, John Krejcia, who is our programs director and our other co-founder. I'm going to turn this over to John, who is going to be asking questions today about the magazine, sharing in the discussion himself, and helping to monitor our time together. I'm happy to keep an eye on the schedule and the time, and I'll be your Yoda for today. Yoda best, John. (laughs) The force is with you. Yes. So, Karen, (laughs) why are we doing this today? Why are we talking about a preview of a magazine that will come in today? And yes, I will explain the Star Wars reference in a moment. So each quarter we do a show that will preview for people what they will be seeing in our upcoming issue of Spectrum Life magazine. We do this because we want to let our listeners know about the kind of quality content and the variety that they can read in each issue. And then we also want to share some fun facts and behind-the-scene details that they wouldn't learn otherwise. Additionally, we're going to talk about some of the articles in the magazine that are also going to be followed up with podcasts. So that's pretty neat. That's exciting. We would also like to say a big thank you to the Cooney Foundation at CooneyFoundation.org for their support of both Spectrum Life magazine and this podcast. Big shout out. The Cooney Foundation believes in the power of human potential. They invest in causes that support inclusion of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, as well as cancer research. We'd also like to thank all of our advertisers at Spectrum Life. When you invest in Spectrum Life magazine, you're investing in autism empowerment 
and you're investing in the potential of people on the autism spectrum. So we would like to say a special thank you to you and to all of our donors out there who help make the magazine and podcast possible. Finally, I'd like to say a special thanks to our great graphic designer, Dave Bourne. He's been doing the graphic design for Spectrum Life magazine since the fourth issue under Autism Empowerment, and he donates a portion of his time to each issue. Along with that, I'd like to give a special shout out to our editorial advisory board that helps keep us on track for our deadlines and make sure that the magazine is of high quality. Yes, thank you to all of those people. Without all of their support, the magazine would not happen. Before we get into the guts or the nuts and bolts of the magazine, let's start with the cover because that's what people are going to see or when they see the cover art to this particular podcast. Let's talk about the cover of the magazine. Yes. So as often as we can, we try to feature on the cover someone from our community because we feel that's really important. And a lot of times it's people that we know or have happened to meet in different occasions. In this particular cover, it's a young lady from our community who has been a member of our Autism Serves Kids Care Club for many years. Her family is very engaged in the community and her name is Kimmy Diamond. Kimmy is 16 years old and she is an amazing person with lots of fun energy and she's a big Star Wars lover, so there you go. The cover is a picture of Kimmy wearing a Star Wars-themed shirt, drinking from a Star Wars-themed bottle, and there is a Grogu, sometimes known as Baby Yoda, on the cover as well. On each cover, we list a feature cover story as well as five or six other feature stories that are in the magazine as well. The feature story for the spring 2021 issue is Disability Empower Network Mentoring. This was something that Kimmy had the opportunity to partake in. We'll be discussing that a little bit later in the show. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that, Karen. So I want to go over the magazine section by section because that's how we have the magazine laid out. The first section is advocacy. So let's see what's in advocacy. Our advocacy section this time around is very strong. We normally have one to three articles per issue in a particular section. And in this particular issue for Autism Acceptance Month, we wanted to make sure that there were three in the advocacy section. The first story is actually one where you were involved, John. You did the interview. It was on the Oregon Commission on Autism Spectrum Disorder. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I'd be happy to. I had a great time learning about the commission, which I didn't really know a lot about initially. The commission apparently was established in 2009 by the governor of Oregon to support everybody on the autism spectrum along with their families. In the interview, I talked to Joyce Bernheim, who's the current chairperson. We'll be having Joyce on the podcast coming sometime in May or June. That's one of those previews that Karen was talking about earlier. I don't think many people know much about the commission, and it was nice to bring to light something that's trying to make a difference throughout the entire state of Oregon. The commission is also looking for members. So, John, I found the interview to be interesting as well. You and I, we're here based in Washington, but we've done a lot of cross-disability work with coalitions in Oregon. It seems like the Oregon Commission on Autism Spectrum Disorder is one of those groups that's really now starting to try to rebrand, try to find new members and come into their own. My impression from your interview was that they are really looking 
for autistic self-advocates that want to make a difference in policymaking and leadership and challenges that people on the spectrum face in Oregon. That's totally correct. So if people are interested in being involved in autistic advocacy or they're a parent or an ally who's interested in autism and they live in Oregon, there'll be information in that article on how they can get involved. That's correct. My article was then followed by an interview that you'd done. Yes, that interview would be our cover feature article about Disability Empower Network mentoring. The Disability Empower Network, H-E-R, Empower. I get that. Empowers girls and young women with disabilities to lead and be successful through mentoring and transformational learning experiences. They have a few different programs. One is the Letter from a Role Model program, and they also have a summer camp program open now, too. The way that we heard about it was through Brandy Diamond, who had made a post on her Facebook page about how her daughter, Kimmy, had found a role model. That seemed really cool because we're always looking for ways to be able to empower women on the spectrum and women with other disabilities and young teens and girls as well. So we talked with Brandy and asked if she might be willing to have a discussion with Kimmy and share Kimmy's story. And Kimmy was open to this. So that was great. Then we asked Brandy, can we talk to Kimmy and see if Kimmy would be open to having her picture on the cover of the magazine? And she was delighted. So that's how that came about. The story itself talks a little bit about Kimmy's journey in the Letter from a Role Model program. That program connects girls and young women with disabilities with successful disabled women role models. So mentors and mentees are matched up based on their backgrounds, their interests, their disabilities, and more. And then mentors encourage their mentees to live to their full potential and be confident. So it's a neat program. And Kimmy herself had a real passion for Star Wars. She was matched with Victoria Rodriguez Roldan from Washington, D.C., who is an autistic senior policy analyst. Now, I won't share the whole article because you need to go read it, but Kimmy is a Star Wars fan. And what struck me was that in order for her mentor to relate to her better, Victoria told Kimmy that her autism or her autistic neurology was like having the force. In the beginning, a lot of people don't understand people who may have the force and they may perceive them as being a little bit different or unusual. But in the end, it turns out to be what lets them shine in their superpower. So that was a really cool story. You'll have to go ahead and read about that in the magazine. Also, the Disability Empowered Network is looking to match autistic youth and young women and older women together. If you or someone you know is a woman with a disability or a young lady with a disability or a teen, feel free to go ahead and check out the disabilityempowernetwork.org. We'll go ahead and link to that in our show notes. And there was one other article in that section, correct? The final article in the advocacy section is Mental Age Theory Hurts by Ivanova Smith. Ivanova has written for us once before. I actually met Ivanova when I was an MC for the Legislative Candidates Forum on Disabilities back at Clark College in October of 2016. Ivanova first wrote for us back in the winter of 2016 advocating about community inclusion for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We thought it would be 
really positive to bring Ivanova back because Ivanova does a lot of advocacy work in Washington state. Ivanova is the chair of self-advocates in leadership and is a positive and passionate autistic and disability civil rights activist who has a very interesting backstory. You won't read this part so much in the magazine, but I wanted you to know that Ivanova was born prematurely in Soviet-occupied Latvia and lived in an institutional orphanage until being adopted at age five and brought to live in the United States. The article Ivanova wrote actually follows a YouTube video on mental age theory and the destruction it can cause. Historically, mental age theory has stripped people with intellectual and developmental disabilities of their dignity, reproductive freedom, and parental rights. It's even been tied in with eugenics. Ivanova just gave birth to a second daughter and believes very strongly that every adult has the right to grow up. Read that article and I think you'll agree. Well, Ivanova is definitely a force within Washington. Now let's move on to lifespan. I know this section started out with a really cool interview that you did. In our magazine, for our different sections, we have a full-color page with a picture for each section. So we try to incorporate not just the stories, but lots of visual artwork, beautiful photography, all sorts of different ways to be able to promote the people that are in the magazine. Valerie Gilpier and her daughter Emily Groden were featured on that Lifespan cover. They recently wrote a book together called I Have Been Buried Under Years of Dust, a memoir of autism and hope. It was just released on April 6th, 2021. It is a remarkable story. I don't want to give you spoilers, but I do want to tell you what the story is about. It has a lot to do with the title. I have been buried under years of dust, and now I have so much to say. Those 16 transformative words were 25 years in the making. Born with nonverbal autism, Emily Groden's only means of communicating for a quarter of a century had been one-word responses or physical gestures. After a disastrous intercontinental flight from Ireland to Los Angeles when Emily was 25 years old, a miraculous communication breakthrough came through the following day. With the help of a trained specialist, a technique called facilitated communication, and an iPad, Emily's life trajectory changed forever when she typed out those words. The interview that we did talks about the transformation there that occurred. The book itself includes writings from Valerie and Emily. The next thing was a poem that Emily did. We wanted to make sure to include not just Valerie's words, but Emily's as well. Emily wrote a poem called The Good Fight. I'm not really going to give away too much here because it's a poem. And poetry is really important to us here at Autism Empowerment. We've actually featured poetry in our magazine many times over the years. On our podcast, we actually talked about the poem Autism Does Not Define Me in episode nine. The poetry section in our magazine has often included poetry from people that were nonverbal or mostly non-speaking. And The Good Fight is a poem like this. It's a poem about Emily's personal journey to fight every day to live her life the way she wants to. Emily has transformed into a straight-A student who is studying journalism and psychology in college. Her story and her mother's is one that you're going to want to check out yourself. Valerie, her mom, is going to be on our podcast sometime in late April or May. We're coordinating times with their publicist now. But if you want to check out the book and to learn more about their stories, you can go to emilygroden.com or Valerie 
gilpeer.com. Currently, those will link you to the same site. So either one of those to learn more. And the last article in that section was by a new writer that we have. Yes. So this is more of a serious article. It's called Autistic Mate Crimes, and it was written by Dr. Anson Service. As you mentioned, that's the first time that Dr. Service has written for Spectrum Life magazine, but we're hoping it's not his last because he has a lot of valuable things to say. Dr. Service is a licensed mental health counselor here in Southwest Washington. He's actually part of a team that assesses individuals for autism, ADHD, and other diagnoses at Adventure Psychological Services. Recently, Dr. Service started creating videos on YouTube under the channel name Neurodivergent Doctor. In fact, John, that's how I heard about autistic mate crimes because you shared his channel with me. Thank you. Yes. So I watched this 19-minute video about autistic mate crimes, and it really resonated. I actually had not heard the term before, so I shared it in our local autism adult support group on Facebook and got a lot of additional affirmation from people within that group who hadn't heard of the term but certainly could relate to the topic. An autistic mate crime, for those who may not be aware, is something that occurs when someone becomes a friend or an acquaintance of an autistic individual and then purposely takes advantage of or bullies them in some way. This happens quite often when someone is in their teens or early 20s. It's something that I certainly had experienced myself back then and even in the last few years myself. Dr. Service talks in the article about what autistic mate crimes are, signs to look for, and what you can do. In our next section, recreation, we really had a story that rocked. Absolutely. That was the Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast. Podcasting, yay! I think that they had heard about us through our own podcast. I had gotten an email from Gina Mitchell, who is Sam Mitchell's mom and number one fan. Sam is an autistic senior in high school in Indiana who had started a podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls, and he's been quite successful at it. He was a fan of all things rock and roll, so the name was a positive fit. The interview talks about his journey, about some of his famous celebrity interviews and what his objectives are for the podcast. He's looking to turn it into a business. He's starting to monetize it. He already has sponsors. I could probably learn something from him. I think I will. But one of the neat things is that he had interviews with people that I'd heard of from the music world. James Durbin from American Idol was on. He had Armani Williams, who's a NASCAR driver, who's openly autistic. He has not just music interviews, but advocacy, too. He had on Simon Majumdar. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. That's the Iron Chef. Iron Chef from a lot of different shows. That was Sam's favorite interview, actually. He's friends with Simon now afterwards, which I think is really neat. His ideal interview is, I believe, Mick Foley from the WWE because Sam is a big WWE fan. But the big thing, the big takeaway from this interview, and you'll have to read the interview, is that Sam wants people to know that he is not broken, that he is successful, and that he wants the stigma on autism to go away. He is all about promoting that positive messaging and to teach people about autism and advocacy. We're going to be inviting Sam to our podcast, who will also be on in early May. Until then, check out the article and check out his website to listen to his podcasts at autismrocksandrolls.com. Moving on to education, it was a very strong section as well. I have to say I geeked out a little bit with the first interview. 
Why did you geek out, John? Because it was with Canubis, a.k.a. Willie Rates. He's an edutuber on YouTube, and he does topics on travel and things about the world. So I love travel, and I love to learn about the world. One of the things that my youngest and I do every other Sunday is always try to find the new Canubis YouTube. One of the things I really like about his channel is that it focuses on educational videos about all different aspects of our world. He's really into Egyptian culture, so he tells in the interview the story behind the name Canubis. He talks a little bit about the special headdress he wears. It's brought him a lot of success. He is a young adult on the autism spectrum that's located in the Portland area when he's not living in Berlin, Germany. His YouTube channel has had over 110,000 subscribers. That's a lot of subscribers. Yes. John, wasn't it true that one of his videos just reached over a million million views? Yeah. Yeah, that is really incredible. His tagline is, answers to questions you didn't even know you had. (laughs) (laughs) And every other Sunday, I always go, I didn't know I had that question. (laughs) That's great. I hope that people love his story and I just love the way that he can combine his level for travel and filmmaking into something that's making a name for himself around the world. One of the other neat things in the article was he gave advice to other young up-and-coming autistic YouTubers as far as things to be thinking about if they want to have their own YouTube channel. So hopefully this article will introduce new fans to his show. And there was two more articles in that section, correct? Yes, there were two other articles this time. One was from Diane Wiscarson from Wiscarson Law. This time she teamed up with Susanna Ramirez with an article about how FERPA and HIPAA affect children in special education. Diane has been doing articles in special education law for Spectrum Life magazine since spring of 2017. And so if you go back and look on the spectrumlife.org website, type in special education or law, You'll see a lot of different topics there, like recovery services, IEPs, transportation, school supports. There's a lot of really great things in there for parents who are trying to understand special education as it pertains to their child in legal matters. The other article that we have in our education section this time is Judy Endow, who is normally doing articles in all of our other sections. One of the first times in education, right? Yes, because this time we normally have Aaron Blackwelder. He is a high school English teacher and also does the Beyond the Curriculum podcast as well. But this time he was busy with some other projects. So Judy Endow filled in doing an article teaching autistic people. The main theme of the article is that all autistic people can learn when supports are in place. As an autism consultant, Judy has been called into school systems many times over the years to work with autistic students who are struggling. This article talks about how she uses stabilization techniques with internal and external regulation, as well as understanding relationships to help prepare students for learning and instruction, including both direct instruction as well as differentiated instruction, and helping to decrease task demands and positive reinforcement, those types of concepts. Judy has been contributing to Spectrum Life magazine since spring of 2017, Her backstory is really interesting. She is actually our oldest autistic contributor. She's an autistic adult in her 60s who lives in Wisconsin. She lived in an institution for a while during her teen years and has really made a name for herself. What I really like about Judy is that she's able to explain autism in a way 
that people who are autistic understand and people who are not autistic understand. She writes a lot about something called the hidden curriculum. Her website is judyendow.com. So let's move on to the wellness section. So what do we have in there this time? Our featured columnist in our health and wellness section is Ryan Lockard from Specialty Athletic Training. This time, he contributed an article about virtual personal training. Since COVID, a lot of the gyms have had to shut down. People still need to exercise and they still need to have wellness. So Ryan's been providing tips and health and wellness education and training virtually. In this particular article, he talks a bit about that. Now, Ryan's been actually writing for us for a while. Ryan's been writing for us, I believe, since winter of 2017. He's another one of our longtime columnists, too. When we find people that we work well with and that are great allies to our community, we love to be able to utilize them multiple times. So our next article that was in the health and wellness section actually is an interview that you did, John, with a big supporter of autism empowerment. That's Dr. Gloria. Dr. G. And TriStar Family Chiropractic and Scoliosis Center. Dr. G has been a huge supporter of both the autism community and autism empowerment for a number of years now. We really wanted to shine a light on Dr. G and her center for all the great work that she's doing to help support the autism community and their families. Yes, Dr. Gloria, or Dr. G, or Dr. Arroyo, she has a son on the spectrum, and she shares a little bit about that journey in the article. Her practice specializes in pediatric mental health, and they also have wellness programs for individuals on the spectrum, as well as with developmental disabilities and dementia. Dr. G is just an amazing person. She speaks on wellness topics all over the country, so I'm glad that you had an opportunity to interview her. You finished up the section with Ask Spectrum Life. Yes, Ask Spectrum Life is a column that we do in each issue. It answers frequently asked questions that come in to us. In this particular case, since we had started our podcast in January, we were getting a lot of listener and reader questions about the podcast. So what we did in that particular article was we answered some of those questions that people write in and ask, like, how can I be on your show? Then we summarized the first 15 shows and gave a little bit of a paragraph for each, as well as pictures of our episode cover art. There's one page that has all 15 episodes. I think it's really cool looking. Yeah, and I think one thing that's neat for our podcast listeners out there, a lot of times people listen to their podcasts because they subscribe to a show and then the next episode pops up. So they may not necessarily see the cover art that goes with it. But if you go to autismempowermentpodcast.org, that is your hub for all things Autism Empowerment Podcast related. And you can get the transcripts there, the show notes, all the great links, things that are going on in the future and all that goodness. So the last section in the magazine's therapy, it ends with the Spectrum Life directory and the upcoming events. But there was one article in that section, correct? Yes. So there was one article in there, and that was Judy Endow finishing off the therapy section with autism and consequences. That particular piece talks about underlying autistic brain functioning as it ties in with social behavior. Rather than just use typical ways to help change unwanted or escalating behavior, which are usually quote-unquote consequences, Judy gives examples of other more effective ways to treat these challenges, things like sensory regulation, planning, schedules, visuals, alternative communication, 
practicing and planning exit strategies and ensuring social understanding. So that's a really good piece as well. The therapy section of each magazine generally will either have an article about some sort of type of therapy or it will feature someone within our community that's doing a different type of therapy like speech or occupational therapy or physical therapy, or in this case, in the health and wellness section, the chiropractic care that Dr. G does. I think this issue was packed full of tons of stuff. But before I let you go, I have one more question. Where and when can people find a copy of Spectrum Life magazine? Well, John, distribution in (laughs) Washington and Oregon is going to be starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. On the 13th of April, and that should hopefully be done by the 20th of April, depending upon weather. On the Spectrum Life magazine website at www.spectrumlife.org, there is a section called Find a Copy. If you go to that link, that will tell you the four or 500 locations in the Oregon, Washington area where you can physically pick up a copy. Now, that will probably be updated around the 22nd or so of April. We have a list there of the places that we distributed to last time, and I suspect that all of those will still be valid. But because of COVID, there have been some changes in places that are open and closed. So that'll give you a good idea right now, but we'll update that again by the end of the month. Then we also have a subscription option. If you want to have a magazine mailed to you and you live in the United States, it's $20 a year. That just covers the cost of mailing for four quarterly issues. For our listeners that are outside of the area or who want to start reading as soon as the magazine is available, we always have an electronic version of the full magazine, as well as individual blog articles. Those will be up on the website by Tuesday, April 13th. This is a great option for all of our Autism Empowerment Podcast international listeners. We noticed recently when we were checking our stats that we have listeners from all over the globe. That's so cool. It is super exciting. In fact, our international listeners, if you could go to our Facebook page for Autism Empowerment Podcast and give us a shout out, say hello and say where you're from, because the last count I had, we had 26 different countries for our first 13 episodes, and we would love to get more countries out there. We'd love to hear you and how you heard about us and what you think. Of course, people from in the United States, you are more than welcome to come in and say hello as well. In fact, we would love to have people participate to share their favorite podcasts, to share their favorite Spectrum Life magazine articles. We have a Spectrum Life magazine Facebook page. We also have an Autism Empowerment main Facebook page. So join all of them. Let us know what you think because the content that we provide, we try to offer a wide variety of high-quality content to serve a diverse audience, but we are always interested in knowing what our readers and listeners think. And so in each issue of our magazine, we also have a survey that you can fill out and give us your opinions there as well. This has been super fun. I really look forward to doing this each quarter and doing a review of each coming magazine with you, Karen. Before I turn this back over to you so you can close this out, I want to thank the listeners out there for listening to us today and also for subscribing. And with that, I will turn it back over to you. Hey, John, thank you so much. I wanted to mention one more thing, and I forgot to mention it earlier. In our magazine, in each issue, there's a fun little Easter egg tradition that started with our graphic designer and John, and that is putting a hat on John's 
head, a different hat for each issue. They're themed. They're kind of quirky. But then so are we. Absolutely. So you're going to have to let us know. Send us an email. Send us a shout out and let us know what you think of John's hat in this current issue. In fact, I'll even put quotes around hat on that one. (laughs) It's a really good one. And every once in a while, maybe like once a year or so, I get a hat too. And I get one in this particular issue as well. So you'll have to check that out and let me know what you think. Anyway, my final thoughts. Investing in programs like Spectrum Life Magazine and our Autism Empowerment Podcast, that is an investment in autistic potential. We are excited to bring content like this to autism and autistic communities locally, nationally, and worldwide. We'd love to expand, but we can't do it as a grassroots organization without support of listeners like you. As we continue through Autism Acceptance Month, May we remember that every day can be a day to promote autism acceptance. Until autistics of all ages, abilities, and intersecting identities have the resources and support to be safe, healthy, enriched, and empowered to live their best lives possible, there is lots of work for autism empowerment to do. There's lots of work for all of us to do, and we can continue together advocating for positive change. You can invest in that by investing in us. Come join us as an Autism Empowerment Ambassador for Autism Acceptance. Thank you. We appreciate you hanging out with us and thank you for your time. You've been listening to the Autism Empowerment Podcast. If you'd like to get connected with our community, as well as all the great support and content we have planned for the future, please hit the subscribe button and visit www.autismempowermentpodcast.org for show notes, transcripts, social media details, Spectrum Life magazine, and more. As a 501c3 nonprofit charity, we rely upon support from listeners like you to produce our podcast and other programs. We appreciate you leaving a positive review, sharing us with your friends, and considering a tax-deductible donation today. Thank you again.